Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from Austin, Texas. We have Lily Young back in the booth again today. How are we back doing? Back again. How are baby? we? Baby, I'm doing well. How you're are y'all? A, you're just a regular guest on the I show. I know. Now. I think I'm trying to go for Sally's for Actually, Sally's job. Uh, 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 there's a rumor going around that you're enjoying the podcasting so much that you might try to get your own oh, going we, yeah, we might. in the near future. We might start a new one, that TBD. Could, that could be happening. So Keep up on the... The Instagrams. Be on the lookout for that. How have you been? I've been good. Good. It's a beautiful day. She's been well. I've been well. That's right. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Producer Dave, working I, the working the switchboard for the first time. The new yeah, I make over here. I make no promises about how this is going to go, especially that fade in, fade out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe well, play a couple sound effects. Just get. I'm scared. I don't know what belt. I don't know what's going on over here. I see Will messing with him. He really does need a label. Hit the one on the top right. I think that one's fun. One under that, maybe. Oh, that was a steam one. Is there? What's the purple one? Hold on. Do, do, okay, I don't know. I'm afraid like they're gonna keep playing. Okay, okay. On the on the right, second from the top, hit that one. I think that's the. Let's forget about it, cuz. I don't know. Oh, I didn't hear anything. I didn't either. Okay. Okay. Well. Anyway. For a later day. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> great intro, Dave. <laughs> well, this is the first time Dave's using the board, so we might. Dave's just gonna fuck off the entire gonna podcast. Have to use so. it a little bit. Um. The hotline number, 888-362-MAIL, M-A-I-L. That's 888-362-6245. All topics are on the table, as always. You can also write in if you would like. There's a link in the Twitter bio. That's at MailInPodcast. You want to give your handle again at the top like we did last time? Oh, my handle. At Lily, L-I-L-Y-A-J-U-N-G. Hit me up. Okay. (laughs) Um, Are you ready to start? Let's jump right in. You want to jump right in? Dave, let's roll. Okay. Uh, you want to give the the voicemail number? Did you already give it? I already did. Yeah, did? I got it. Sorry, man. He was looking up the new board. It's okay. I was, dude. This board's so colorful and pretty. Um, all right, let's do an email. Hi, guys. Dylan's recent comment on an episode last week got me thinking. My work involves a lot of human interaction, and I lead a pretty pretty busy social life. To make this more situational, I'm a 23-year-old, somewhat, parentheses, very extremely attractive male. <laughs> I'd say once or twice a week I go out to dinner or for a beer, solo dolo. Man, I can't believe people say solo dolo, but he said it. <laughs> sit at a, I sit at the bar by myself, and I just watch TV and eat and shoot the shit with a bartender. But after hearing Dorn get degraded for this, it got me thinking, is this a psycho move? Am I a fucking psycho? One thing I love about this question is that it was so unnecessary to mention how attractive he thinks he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, that has nothing to do with the literally question. literally nothing to do with the rest of the question. Um, but hey, honestly, you. throw it in there where you can. Hey, good for you for being extremely attractive. Um, yeah, so recently I, I went to dinner by myself and got a beer set at the bar. Um, Why are you getting shit for that? You know what? I think Dave is on my side. I think I was. I think the Will, only thing about it was that it was the Cheesecake Factory, right? No, it wasn't the Cheesecake oh. Factory. <laughs> okay. What was BJ's? Which is not that different. But uh, they had, like I said, they had a good beer on draft and I wanted to drink I knew that going in. That's why I sat at the bar and got a beer. Did you plan the BJ's or did you just no? I was drive by. It was a Sunday night. Uh, Parks was not with me, so I, I was just by myself and I was hungry. I was like, "What am I gonna do for dinner?" And he's like, "You know what? A beer sounds good right now." Yeah. So I went and got a beer, and it was I really enjoyable. Um, Will thought it was a little weird. Watch some sports or something. You're yeah. at the bar. Actually, I, yeah, I watched some uh, some hockey. Yeah. Yeah, it was when the the NHL playoffs were still going on. I got shit for it. I don't know why. It's not a psycho move at all. I don't think it's a psycho move. It 
it may be, I guess, more psycho move if you're just sitting alone, like in the corner in the yeah. regular area of oh, tables. Oh, definitely. The solo dining dinner, like at a table or in like a booth, that's different than being at the bar. Sure. The bar, even the bar area, they have sometimes they have like the high top tables. That's even different. Um, I even think, I mean, I sometimes will go sit somewhere and work on like my yeah. laptop um, or if I'm just going to be alone, sit at the bar. And like there are some people that do like going out by themselves and don't have people to go out with sometimes. So they go sit alone, which is fine. But I definitely don't think it's a psycho not, move. Not at all. Sometimes I do feel a little bad if it's like an older man sitting alone and I'm like, oh, he might not have someone to eat with. Yeah. I do think the nicer the place, the more acceptable it is too. I don't know why I think that. Like if you're at a. That's probably true. If you're at, you know, uh, Chili's, it's a little weirder. Like, oh, that's sad. This guy's at Chili's by himself. But if you're treating yourself. <laughs> but if to you're a at like nice Taco Bell, it's not weird. If, you're, if you have steak and a, you know, a vodka martini there, it's like, oh, this guy just wants to treat himself. That's tough. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's having himself a night. Yeah. Personal date night. Dave, you've done this. I've done this. Yeah. Yeah. Not I did it at Capital Grill. You keep doing it. You very attractive. 23 I also male. think it, yeah, it says a lot if someone can sit by themselves and like you're at a bar. Yeah. It shows that you're not yeah, super fine. dependent on other people. Yeah. So maybe, maybe you could pick up some chicks. I don't know. He seems very attractive. I thought that's very, where he was. Man. I thought that's where he was going with this, but I did too. That's why I like, wait, what are you? Okay. So you're good. You're looking, but you, you eat alone. That's okay. Not relevant. Next email. Hey Dylan. So my husband and I figured out that in June of next year, we will both have a long period of time off of work at the same time. He will just be graduating from professional school and not yet able to start a job, licensing and stuff, and I am a teacher. Figuring that we will never have time off like this together, we started talking about the possibility of a long vacation, maybe to Europe. We started looking into it and were quickly overwhelmed by the options and cost. I know you took a Europe trip not too long ago, so what would you suggest? Any favorite cities or destinations? How do you even go about planning it? And how long did you stay? Thanks for everything. I love the pod. Yeah. Before I went to Europe for the first time, I was completely overwhelmed too. Oh, yeah. Because there are so many places you can go. You don't know how the train systems work or, you know, where you can fly to from which places. And you're, there's, there's too lot. many places. There are too many places. And yeah. I'm kind of, you're, there's always different people. Some people are like, I'm going to go spend this much time in one place. But I'm like, if you're flying over there, yeah. go a few places. Yeah. You're already over there. Some people don't like that because they don't like to get up. They want to get there and yeah. be there. So I, I had no idea how to plan my trip before we went. So how did you do it? Um, luckily, the person I went with, which is Kayla, she was a much better planner than okay. I was. And I think she had friends who had just gone and we kind of had an idea of where we wanted to go. And then we just kind of made the dots connect. Right. Uh, via flights or trains. Yeah. Um. you have any recommendations on where to go in Europe? Like, what are, your fa- what are the favorite... Pl- Spots that you've been to. Well, luckily, right after I graduated college, Texas X's did like a Europe trip. And so all these people that had just graduated went and it was aggressive. But we did like, I think in 21 days, we did eight countries, which was ridiculous. But it was kind of nice just to like knock stuff out because it was stuff that I wouldn't do if I'm going there by myself. Like yeah. everything was tourist, like right. stuff. Everything was museums, which I got so sick of at the end. Um, so definitely don't do that. But I do think if they have what the whole month off go almost the whole month. I mean, if you can go, that's like the only time you're ever going to get to do that. Yeah. So I would say definitely go for a month and then spots. Oh Lord. Go to Italy. Yeah. I was going to say Italy's Italy good. to me is like the perfect combination of like aesthetically 
beautiful. You want to get some Instagrams but it off. But also, there's like the culture and the food there. Like it has, it's the total Historic, yeah. history too. History, it has a total package. Great museums in Florence. And like taking like all the ancient Roman stuff, which is amazing. And then you can like pop over to the you beach. Go to, you go to the coastline. The yeah. coastline is unbelievable. I would do do Italy. I Cinque Terre. Italy, I will Florence. say one thing about Italy. Venice is overrated. So don't hundred percent agree. Time. I have heard that from many that that's why I we didn't was go there for we there. two and a half days. And I was like, I could have done this in one day. Yeah. We and did a day trip dirty. there and it was perfect. Yeah. One day is good. You want to see it, but don't waste a lot of your trip. Florence. I loved Rome was cool. Florence is a good go home base. Okay. Plus you're not that far. You can hop on a train, do like go into Switzerland, do all that stuff. Go to Germany. When I go back, this is what I want to do. I want to do Belgium. Ger- been to Belgium, Belgium, Germany, Switzerland, Italy. Just kind of okay. make that little loop down, and just never been to Switzerland, but I've been to other I places. Either, the other places you said. Incredible. We went last year because we wanted to go to Oktoberfest because Drew's German. So we went. We flew into London, did London, Munich, Budapest, Prague, which nice. Budapest is getting over there. You are yeah. like far, but all those were good. I think of those. My favorite was Prague. Yeah. But it's like there's so many different I really want to go to Spain. So it's like there's so many different areas. You kinda have to just do it in multiple. You have to like trips. pick, yeah, maybe a little section. Pick like, out like three or four like destinations that you have to go to and then just find a way to to make it work uh travel wise. I but, think a good idea too is if there's pick your amount of time, like say three weeks, and then each of y'all write your top three and then see one if they match. Obviously you want to put the ones y'all both have on there and then you can like Tailor it from there. Yeah. I almost think Ireland and Scotland should be its own trip. I know. It's too I do far. want to go to that's, Ireland. That's a track. Cool. Yeah, it's too from far. the southern part of the so Forget about that continent. your first time over there. And there's so many cool Spain, things. Spain. So many places in Spain. See, I haven't seen Spain yet. Me either. I feel like Italy and Spain is a good kind of mix. Or Italy and Greece. Yeah, we did, Greece. We did Greece. We did Greece over there, but that that's pretty out there too. It's it's a two. It was a two plus hour flight, I think, to, to oh, Rome yeah. from there. Um, it's just out there. I will say, besides Venice, other places you want to spend at least like three days. Yeah. We, when we just went, we only went for ten days, so we were each place like two days, two and a half, and it was stressful because you never really got to unpack. Like you were there, and then the next day or two you were gone. So honestly, I'm pretty jealous of this person <laughs> having a month, oh, a month to do this. Yeah, I need to go back. Definitely take advantage of this time. Yeah, we should all go back. We should uh we should squad. do like a squad trip. Should we record I need to go to Ger- I need to get to Germany. I haven't been to Germany Remotely since I was Lake a baby. Como. Hop on the pod. Let's do it. Lake Como. Como so That's bad. where when my friends got married in Lake I have to Lake go. Como, and it was gorgeous. Hey, before we do our next one, I just want to point this out. If you're like me, you're not always paying attention to your bank account balance, Dylan. You know what I'm talking about. Of course. You know the moment you see you're going to be overdrawn, it's too late. You end up spending like, what, $37 on a cup of coffee thanks to bank fees. That's the, the worst. worst. Terrible. Introducing now something to be a solution for that, the Dave app. I have no affiliation with the Dave app other than that I love doing these reads. Put an end to overdraft fees for good. You know the Dave app is the number one budgeting app in America because it saves you from overdraft fees, tells you about upcoming bills, and can advance you $75 from your next paycheck with no credit check and no interest. Lily, when's the last time you ever drew? You don't have to answer that. <laughs> uh, get the Dave app, and for just $1 per month, that's $12 a year, which is way less than an overdraft fee, and you'll never have to pay one again. Dude, I needed this like 
15 years ago. Very useful. I fuck, I need this now. You know, Mark Cuban is an investor. I did. Dude, I'm in. I'm so in. 3 million people a year already use it. They save up to $1,000 a year in overdraft fees. That's why it's the number one budgeting app in the app store. Go to dave.com slash mail-in. That's dave.com slash mail-in. Hey, let them know you heard about it from us. Circling or uh, mail-in. Not circling back. Maybe them too. They're okay. But mail-in pod. Dave.com slash mail-in. Never pay an overdraft fee again. Bro, Thank you, sir. Thank you, Dave. Man, you really stack these. I'm doing a lot of reading today. I have a... I have a few friends that definitely need the Dave. You want to expose them or? I I won't expose them Okay. We don't do that here. She overdrafts though like every month. I'm like, how is this still happening? How do you not know? Every month? Almost. Very bad bad at budgeting. That's the one you don't want. You get to read another email, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, Take a deep breath here. That cold brew, man. That is some gas. This is the strongest cold brew I've ever had hey, in my dude, life. Dude, I'm wondering what, what we're drinking here. Did he, like, do something to this? I don't know. It, it tastes like I'm just swallowing whole coffee beans. Is it a yeah. nitro cold brew? It might no, be nitro. I don't think it's nitro. It's hard, nitro hard cold to say. Nitro cold brew is Nitro means it just has gas in it, right? This isn't the gas. <clears throat> Nitrogen, I think. Right. Yeah, that's but what nitro is for. Saying mm-hmm. gas in your coffee seems weird. That's what it is. <laughs> Dylan, long time, first time. Love the pod. I'm curious to hear how you'd handle when the engagement ring completely misses the mark. Not really talking about size or if it's a family heirloom. I mean, it's not your style. You would never wear it, etc. As the girl, of course, you say yes to the proposal because this is who you want to spend the rest of your life with. But how do you go up bringing, uh, bringing it up with your new fiance that he kind of blew it? As the guy, how would you like to be told the easy fix would have been to get ahead of the situation entirely and do some preliminary engagement ring window shopping. But what if she still, or what if it still misses the mark? Would love to hear your thoughts. I wonder how they even get into this situation. Every like proposal I've ever heard of where a, a gift is, or a, a ring is given. Yeah. They've had like extensive conversations about it beforehand. Right. Unless the girl it's like a tells, total surprise. Yeah, the I girl, don't know. Yes, exactly. Unless it's, which it should never be a surprise. Uh, yeah. By the way, because you <laughs> I wanna, think you should have at least yeah. talked or hinted about it. Yes. So um, usually like, you know exactly what she, what she's into. What kind right. of, even if it's just like basic guidelines, like I want this shape stone mm-hmm. uh, and here's the setting and you can kind of just do the rest on your own if, or a little bit, but usually you know exactly what she wants. So, of my advice is to avoid situations like this by having the conversations way beforehand. Before, I mean, they're going to assume you're going to propose at some point if y'all are talking about that. So just ask in Uh, that moment. All right. Let me ask you, you are now engaged, right? If, when Drew proposed, he just gave you a dog shit ring that was terrible. (laughs) And you're like, yeah, how how would you handle it? Okay. One, I don't ever think rings are, I mean, it's gotta be bad. I don't know. How it can be that bad, but I guess there are some heinous things out there. But anyways, I think you just, I would tell him. I would be, obviously say yes in the moment, get all the pictures or whatever, and then I would just tell, I mean, you're close enough that you're getting married. When the I think dust you, settles and you're just alone. alone yeah, me, alone. Like, okay, now about this when the du- Yeah, you've celebrated, y'all, everyone's excited, but like you're going to marry this person, so surely it's not too awkward for you to like confront them. And not confront yeah. them in like crazy way, but just be like, Hey, like, I love you, and I, I really get that you wanted to surprise me, or you thought that, but I just, this is not my style. It sucks, because right after the engagement is when 
the ring is being showed off the most. Like that's the peak of its life. That's true. But because think it's about like, how hey, many oh, let people, me see your ring. Like my mom's had like four different rings since, I mean, they've been married for 34 years, but she, they've like upgraded her. Ah. She changed it up. She, you like, I think you could make it anything if you're embarrassed yep. about it. You could just be like this. We ended up getting something else that, that I liked more and we upgraded. I mean, whatever, who cares? And you know, budgetary restrictions, it, it sucks. I mean, Look, rings are expensive. Yeah. Diamonds are outrageously expensive. So it might be a little blow, obviously. So it, it's 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 a, not an easy subject to bring up. But if it's something you're going to live with the rest of your life, and that's that's the plan, right? Right. You want to be happy with it. So I you, also should, you think, should bring it up in a very delicate way. Yeah, they might get a little blow from yeah. it. But if it is something they're spending that much money on, you don't want to just be like, oh, I'm just going to live with it. Because then, it you know, girls, they're going to end up being like, well, I don't really like it. But... Yeah. You know, whatever. And, you, and that that's worse to the guy than just telling him up yeah. front. Like, uh, and you spend a lot of money on it. I yeah. want it to be something we both love. But to the guys listening, know what she wants. Don't <laughs> yeah, just, just go off on your own. You're not you're not that good, I promise you. If anything, have an idea an Instagram, of what she wants. See if they like it. There's so many rings yeah. on Instagram. Drew and I used to do that all the time. Like, he would send me stuff that he would see, and I'd be like, meh. You know, like, yeah. or, oh, I love that. You know, it's so easy. It's easy to avoid the situation. Did you ask Alyssa before, obviously? Uh, I had a, knew? I had an intermediary. Like my sister, she yeah. had talked to my sister Same a little thing. bit. That's what I feel like. Will with Sally, she, yeah. he knew kind of what she wanted, but then he like put his own thing into it, and she loved it because he still did do it on his own. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know what size ring to get Dallas when I proposed, so I, I had to go to her friends for that. I just didn't know. I, do you know your what you probably do now? Do you know your wife's ring size? No. Oh, see a good move. I don't think so. Drew took my, in trouble for that, Drew was right? playing with size. this ring that I wear and was just like playing with it one day and he put it on his own finger to see how far it went down. You got stuck? No. And oh. then he took it and he was like, this is where the, her that's ring fit he my finger. It? And got the size. That's risky. That's, that's, that's a very inexact science. Well, he was like, I put it on my pinky and it went <laughs> and like it right past the knuckle. Like, like, yeah. So then I went in and, mark it, on the and it is a little big, but he, then he was of all places went to Kendra Scott and was like, uh, could y'all throw oh, a couple gosh. ring sizes on here and just see which one fits? That's funny. But I guess it's, that was like his way to surprise me. Cause I kind of knew it was coming otherwise. So he was like, if I ask you, or if I just go looking through your stuff, you're going to know. Yeah. But you can surprise that way. Yeah. I think that was all, that all makes sense. Good luck out there. I didn't mean to put you on the spot, Dave. I'm sorry. Oh no, I don't it's, think it's that normal for every, like to know. No, ring size. dude, I don't even know how. What is it like one through five? I don't no. even know no. what a the normal hell. ring size. Like a really small finger is probably around a five. Guys are like, well, dude, eight, like to, a six eight to eleven usually is what a guy. Wears. At first year, I thought you were talking about the diamond size, and I was oh, like, no, fuck, no. I don't oh, know. No, I was not going to ask <laughs> you that. Um, but like, no, I, I definitely, I don't even know. Estonia working with over there. I don't know my ring size. I. I'm bad about that. That was a 10. You're probably, yeah, guys are usually between like a 8 and 11, and then girls are usually like 5 to 7. Okay. Mine's like a 6.3. Oh, nice. My old wedding band just in the console of my car. I don't know what to do with it. Like, what do, what do, you, do, what do you do with it? Like, oh, yeah, oh. what do you do? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> you know? You can't really turn it in for much. I guess no. you could. And it's made out of uh, cobalt, which is like one of the hardest metals there is. I don't even think it can be broken down into anything else. Not that I would, but you can save it and give it to Parks at some yeah, point. Maybe. Good, good stuff. Yeah, I, f- I forgot about that. You forgot that I was married. It, once. Wait, it's in your car. I don't know what to do. Yeah, it's in my <laughs> yeah. Why console. is your car? Why is it in your car? Put it in your bathroom or something. Yeah, dude, yeah. put it in like a, a drawer or something. I don't know. 
like a kitchen drawer that has like a bunch of random shit in it. You know why he keeps it in his car? So in case he wants to like go in, he'll, he'll just throw it on occasionally. See what happens. <laughs> see what be, see if he gets some responses in a uh, bar. Yeah, yeah. They say girls hit on married men That's more right. than more than single men. Yeah. <laughs> just I, pop it I on. got a new car recently. And I, I remember like transferring all my crap from my old one. I was like, oh yeah, this is in it's here. made the transfer so it multiple from one, times from one console to the next. Next time you're at BJ's by yourself, <laughs> yeah, pop it on. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see what see happens. See if you get some interaction. Let's do a voicemail. Yo, Dorn, it's your boy Thomas from the DFW area. Shout out, Dave. Uh, just had a question. I just, it's not really a question. It's more of a statement. Now, nah, I think I'm just going to quit my job. What do you think is the best way to go at that? I'm just not happy. Do you think it's best to be in a job where you're happy? Uh, and making less money or being a job where you hate it every day and making a lot of money. I have a couple jobs set up, but, you know, I just want to do it and get over just being angry every single day. Love to hear back from y'all about this and see how it goes. Love the podcast. I love you, Dorn. I know you go by Dylan. Um, I'll be in Austin in a week. Let's get some shots at Eisenhower's or just a drink, you know. This guy really right, wants to party with you. Right, man. I, hate, I love you too, man. Thanks for listening. <laughs> this weekend and fun, Dylan and this guy. Uh, yeah. All right. So he wants to quit his job and is wondering like the balance between happiness and or unhappiness and money. I don't know. It just look. I would stay in a job that made me more money, yet was made me less happy. If it like would be leading to something better down the line, if it's like the end all. If that's, I wouldn't. I don't know. That's like as good yeah, as it's going to get for you. Yeah, definitely you have to gauge. Yeah. The, the like, mi- it sounds like he's pretty miserable. Short-term but. suffering for like a longer-term happiness. Yeah. Like, I could be done with that. Um, if he's really angry every day, that sucks. Yeah, this, it's, yeah. if you're angry, you probably need to move to yeah, a Yeah, if you're a really career. miserable. <laughs> um, I also think it depends on the difference in money, right? If it's like a little less and it's not going to affect your bills and everything and it's you're you truly are gonna be a lot happier then absolutely i think it's always worth it to do something that you like yeah and is gonna make you a happier person i than totally agree with less money as long as it's not gonna counterbalance and then make you less yeah. happy because you're making less money and can't afford stuff that you like and then there are some people who's like happy like money is the source of their happiness so they might be stuck in a job they don't like, but they do it because it makes them a shit ton of money. Right. And so they just, you know, they're off time. They just do stuff that they are able to enjoy more. I don't know. Yeah. It's just whatever works for you. Don't, I, but don't be pissed off at work, man. That means you <laughs> got to move on something else. That sucks. Yeah. And when you quit, just straight up tell them like, man, I'm not happy here. Cause there's probably a good chance that you're not the only one. Yeah. So, you know, and let them know that they have tell. a shitty environment, shitty culture. Oh yeah. They could definitely tell. As much as you think as you're hiding, like you being unhappy, like people people pick up on it. This guy seems young, young too. And if you're gonna switch careers, obviously it's best to do it when you're a young person and you know not 45. But you just have a better time to get your feet like you know, get settled into the, the new industry and all that stuff. So now's the time to do it if you are gonna do it. I don't know, man. I think, and also like way he said he has a couple other things in the loop or something. Weigh your options. Like if something has a little more flexibility on one thing that's really important to you, then put that first. Yeah. Like some people love working from home. So if they get to work from home, but it's less money, they're going to take it sure. because they have the freedom to work from home. Some people hate working from home, so it doesn't matter to them. I mean, it just depends. 
what makes you happy. Clearly not your current yeah. job. You got one life, man. Maximize your happiness whenever you can. Come down to Austin. A lot of people are hiring here. He's coming here soon. He wants to get drinks at Eisenhower's. There you go. Shots, even. Shots. Let's do the next one, Dave. Hi, guys. This is Stephanie from Atlanta. With football season coming up, man, that makes me think of Dan. <laughs> Can't come soon enough. Can't come soon enough. I have a question about stadium etiquette. I have season ticks for an SEC school. My huge personal pet peeve is smoking and non-smoking areas. My husband gets upset when I turn people in for smoking, saying it's a trash move. But I say the people smoking are the ones pulling the trash move. I don't cause a scene. You just text your location to the stadium attendants. I don't care about people sneaking in liquor, being obnoxious, or anything else. I'm not the stadium police, and I'm not a narc in general. It's an SEC school and games are sold out even for cupcake opponents. So it's not like I can just move away from it. Just seriously, smoke at your tailgate and spend three hours of your life without a SIG. I'm ready for honest feedback. Who's making the trash move here? Me for turning them in or them for smoking in a stadium? Love you guys. Thanks. I probably could have trimmed this by about 60%. My bad. It's all good. Cupcake opponent. I like that. So this is definitely either Georgia or Alabama. I was thinking. I was thinking LSU. <laughs> I've been picturing LSU. LSU is a good. Yeah. I. Do you ever see anyone smoking at a Texas? No. Game? We, Are you allowed to smoke? In no, there? absolutely not. But she's saying there's areas. So these people are just. I don't know. I don't know the rules. Are there designated smoking areas in college football stadiums? I've never heard not of that. Not the ones that I've been to. I, I know. At least I, I just didn't. Well, I wasn't. I've never even seen somebody just casually or cavalierly rip a cig in the middle of a stadium. Nobody's doing that. Okay, and if that does happen, it's in the student section, right? But this this woman says that she has a husband. I'm assuming she's not a student. Maybe probably an alum or something. Maybe she sits near the student section. I don't. I don't. I just have never seen this in a football stadium. She's an Atlanta-based alum. That's why I think she's Georgia because that trip's probably not terrible. Athens. Yeah, there. she has okay. season tickets. That's true. Season ticks. Um, and it's presumably a good program, which Georgia's good. And if someone Lost did, Texas. if someone did spark up in the stadium, I think that they would get self-policed. Like people would be like, "Dude, no." I would probably. Yeah, I would probably I'd not be, like, be cool Bro, with you that. Can't do that. What are you doing? We're in a stadium. No, I don't think it's a trash move to tournament, especially if you're no, not I like if you're running to the if you're running in front of them and being like tattling, like, oh, yes. this person two rows ahead of me. You should but be able if to you're sit, just texting them. You should be able to sit in the seat that you paid for and not have to deal with cigarette smoke hitting you. Oh yeah. There's a difference, like she said, she doesn't care about people sneaking in liquor and drinking. That's right, like that's, affecting that's you, different. but smoking is affecting everyone, and I think smoking is disgusting. So I'm totally on it her is. side. Especially at a football game. I'm not trying to like be sweating my ass off and cheering and then have like smoke blown into my face. Yeah, I really don't. I need to find out if they're designated smoking areas. That's weird. At, at um, professional sporting events, I'm pretty sure that this that's pretty common. I know at the Astros, what, what is it still Minute Maid? Is that what it's called? Yeah. They have like smoking patios outside. I, I know because I... Out there, I smoke. Yeah, there. for sure. No, <laughs> personal experience. Yeah, but college is—it just seems different to me. It's yeah, strictors. And you're not in the wrong for for shooting a text. Cigarette smoke no, bothers people. Bothers me sometimes. Yeah, you don't um, want that stuff hitting you in the face when you're just trying to watch a. Football yeah, game. somebody like two rows in front of you. Like, yeah, I think you're. You don't want that. Let's talk rollback real quick. Oh, we got to talk rollback. Let's talk rollback. You can use the promo code CB20 for twenty percent off at rollback.com. They make some of the best polos in the game, the best polos in the game. I love them. I wear them all the time. 
Uh, their quarter zips are great. I know Dave loves their their navy quarter zip. You mean QZs? The QZs. Right. <laughs> their hats just fit perfectly as well. Performance tees. Dave and I work out all the time in their performance tees. They're awesome. They're nice tech material. Again, promo code CB20 will get you 20% off at Roback.com. That's R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com. Hit us with your order, too. Shoot us a... Let us know what you're buying, man. Shoot us something. DM us. Love seeing your, your big orders. They just released a... Um, it's like a, a micro houndstooth print. You got you have the polo. I got the polo. I'm saving it. It is super what dope. Is, oh, for something big? Something big. Yeah, you'll super see it. You'll probably see me get a gram off. Cool. Wow. Really cool look. Yeah, it's very... It's going to really break number records on Instagram. <laughs> on the gram. That's what people are saying, yeah. Let's do an email. Hey, Dylan and guest. In your opinion, what are the most attractive occupations for someone to have? My top three for men would be firefighter, physical therapist, and veterinarian. <laughs> P.S. You can't include modeling or professional sports cheerleaders slash dancers because being attractive is an obvious prereq for these positions. Professions. For, um, for men, this is just a weird list. You ever I, seen a hot physical therapist? But physical therapist and veterinarian, are those hot people jobs? Physical therapy. I mean, I guess they're like in shape usually. Yeah. But you would think a trainer. What was the third one? A vet. Veterinarian. That one's really <laughs> random. Our, I it's guess weird. the vet because you know that they love animals, maybe. Um, Physical therapist, you like helping people. If I if I was a woman. Firefighter, I, you know, you're a hero. If I was a woman, I think the hottest job to me is there's a clear number one, and that's um, fighter pilot. Hell yeah. Oh, you don't, you don't see too hot. many of them, but it's like, if, like if imagine like you meet a guy and he's like, yeah, I I fly F sixteen. Oh, my uncle's a fighter pilot. Oh, really? Very hot. That's that's hot, <laughs> that's right? A, that's an occupation. Your uncle? Yeah. Oh, nice. Wait, I mean, who? Doc's brother? No, my mom's sister's husband. It's my mom's brother in law. Oh, okay. badass. Yeah. It doesn't get hotter than a fighter pilot, I know right? But yeah, but like you're not like talking to people randomly, usually, and you like come across a lot of fighter pilots, unless you're in like San Diego or yeah. certain places. True. Um, I think like a hot one just because of my personality is like like a real estate salesperson, you know, or like a real estate person. Really? You know, in for like a guy? Sa- like a guy, like they're real always dressed not, not an agent. A, a sales someone who sits in a, in a model home. And and I'm just sells? saying real estate cuz we're in Austin and like I feel like everyone yeah. out there is in real estate, but we're like a sales guy, not like a car salesman. Like just software like sales suave, or like knows how to talk to people. They're always sharp, talking to people. I mean, truth and sales, so maybe that's why I like it. But okay. they they work with all different types of people. They're so easy to talk to. That's what I like because I think it's hot when I can like go places and not have to talk to Drew all day because yeah. <laughs> he's out talking to other people, and they're usually pretty confident. People in sales or something similar. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I don't know how you would put that as an occupation. For women, Dave, don't don't look too much into this, but I think a teacher is a, a hot profession. Hmm. It is. You know, their our youth is important to them. Uh, <laughs> They're teaching our youth. It's it's just a. I it's I don't know why it just it just is for me. It's okay hot for me profession. to say. His his wife's a teacher. If you were unaware of that, I was unaware. Yeah, she is. Dave, what do you think? Oh, I gotta go. Teacher one. <laughs> um, man, you know, I, I lawyer is one for me for a woman. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say maybe a nurse. They're also very caring. Yeah. 
Yeah, man, I feel like... Are we talking like what profession usually has the hottest people other than those? No, or, I think it's like... Or just like the biggest turn on because of the overall... Like to hear someone you're interested in. Okay. Like, okay. Oh, this guy's a blank. That's awesome. Because at first I thought she meant looks because she said firefighter, but then she threw in veterinarian. So I'm like, okay. What is it with women and firefighters? They just love them. They're very... They're in shape. In shape. True. They've got the hero thing going. You know, they're okay. sliding down that little pole, usually with their shirt off. <laughs> oh, they still have poles. You can picture it. it. I'm into it. Um, man, how about like a like a marine biologist? Like it's still, it kind of goes with the animal thing. Or like a hot-ass zoologist. Yeah. Yeah. Because she could get you access to like go back and like play with the, the lion cubs and stuff. When it, When a woman has like a nerdy job, but she's like also really attractive. Yeah, it's kind of the, along the, the same line. The juxtaposition of that is attractive to me. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah but like, different for guys. Like, yeah, guys, you're like, she's okay, a you're scientist, a but she's a hot one. Or oh, what about like um, edgy bartender, like on like the east side of town, like just, tatted up, just making craft cocktails. Yeah, you're like, man, she can fucking pour the fuck out of a <laughs> IPA. <laughs> but like, as their career, maybe as like that, if they're in their twenties. Uh, service industry, ma'am. It's a viable profession, especially That's in true. Austin. I it guess is I'm maybe picturing like some grin- grungy bar, and Dave's like in there with this like forty-five year old woman. He's like pouring him a cocktail. He's like, "Damn, she is." The guy has a handlebar smoking. mustache with like the wax tips. Yeah. On, you know? The how's the bartender scene at BJ's? <laughs> There's it's a lot exactly, of hot women. It's exactly like you would imagine it to be. Okay. Just, just dudes pouring beers back there. It's all. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, we have one more. We're, we're going to get you out of here in time. I know you got to fly somewhere soon. But don't forget about my bonus question. Okay, we'll get this over with quickly, and then we'll go straight to bonus. Hey, Dylan and Sally. This is Katie calling from Dallas, Texas. Um, and I've got a serious problem with the dizzies or spins, as some people may call them. So basically, any time I have around five or more drinks or so, I'll be feeling pretty fine standing up. Like, I'll be tipsy, but still feeling all right. Um, the moment I hit the bed and lay down to go to sleep, everything just starts spinning like crazy. I've had this problem for several years, and literally the only thing I can ever do is to just sit up straight and stay awake and wait to naturally sober up. So if you guys have any suggestions on how to combat these terrible spins, please let me know. Um, Thanks, guys. This, I haven't had spins in a very long time. Oh yeah, but they suck. But it they're does the worst suck. for me. Like the getting spins, like the actual sensation of it isn't so terrible. But it for me, it's the number one indicator that tomorrow's gonna be a bad fucking day. Oh, like see, you are gonna be extremely hungover tomorrow. Yeah, and I do feel like you lay down and you're like, I have the spins. I may vomit. Yeah, I mean, you don't know. It's and it's like, how long are they gonna last? Yeah. How long am I going to sit here? Um, I've always heard like anchoring yourself to the floor, like putting a sit up and put a foot, like one leg on the floor really helps. Oh, to get rid okay. Of it. Um, I, like my I, bed is I don't know if I've tested high. that. You might have to sit in a chair or something. I don't know. But like, yeah, touch the floor, get, get connected to the floor because it, it'll provide you like a, you know, a base, I guess. I also think I used to get the spins a lot in college. I think what the biggest thing for me, because I don't get them anymore, is that you you just have to wait longer like before you're going to bed. So don't if it's like one thirty, I would always be like, Oh, last call, I'm getting another drink. And it's yeah. like, okay, 
is there really a point if I'm just going to go home? Probably not. You never need that last drink. You never need it. That last and drink so is always unnecessary. I've like made it a really big point when I'm out. If I'm like, know that I'm going home, say at midnight, I'm not going to go get a drink at 1130. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you've already, if you've already had five cocktails, you're feeling fine, feeling good. You don't need that last one. And then it's like, rather than waiting it out by sitting up in your bed, miserable, you can just wait it out by like still being out, still being a little tipsy, but not spin worthy. Yeah. Spin worthy. Yeah. Focus on not getting <laughs> to the drunk enough to the point where spins are going to come into play. I really think it is like she may be drinking and going straight home and getting in bed. Yeah. And that's never good. You got to have yeah, some time to wear it some off. Time, drink some water, cool off a little bit. Yeah. So like generally when you experience effects like this, it means your body's reacting negatively towards whatever you just put into it. Sure. So you should probably stop. You may, you may not just, you may have an alcohol intolerance. You may not pair well with alcohol, which sucks. Oh, you probably need to get checked out because the spins aren't normal. Like that's something that you, not that, not every time you drink. Yeah. Yeah. Like not like, I mean, five drinks, uh, She's a smaller lady, you know, 90 pounds, 100 pounds. Five might be a lot, depending on what she's drinking. But, like, to get the spins every time, man, I'm kind of worried about her. Yeah, mine's usually only when I'm, like, very intoxicated. I'm I'm kind of (laughs) conflating it with, like, um, is it vertigo? Like, when, like, it's just, I don't know. I don't know if there's any connection there. I I know, and it, it sucks. I can't imagine doing it. Like, you may you may need to just I don't know see your uh, see a doctor and what be like look. What kind of doctor do you go to for this? Go to your general practitioner maybe, and then say, can you recommend <laughs> what doctor do you go to for that? Neurologist maybe I don't know. Yeah, I know that might sound like super serious, but like I don't know. I'm worried about you if you're getting the spins multiple times a month. Yeah, that's not good. Maybe no. try, maybe try some things out that now you're May- freaking also, her out. Also, yeah. drink, also just drink less. <laughs> well, also okay, maybe fix what you're drinking. Like yeah, it could be. Try good. mixing it up. Like if you're. Doing like champagne to the dome or something yeah. that could be affecting you yeah. in a bad way. Everclear, that might be it too. Yeah, chill <laughs> on that. Getting absinthe cocktails <laughs> yeah, everywhere absinthe. you go. Maybe su- just switch it up. Switch up the behavior and see if it's find out what works for you. Because I don't know, man. That's that would suck. I would quit drinking. Oh uh, yeah, because it's not worth, worth it. And yeah, switch up what you're drinking maybe to something cleaner, and then start by just testing. Like, okay, if I don't have a drink this long before I go to bed, do I still get them? Like, yeah. if it's yeah. been an hour and a half, indeed. Am I still getting them? Hey, let's do your bonus question, Lily. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My bonus question. Oh, wow. Oh, here I'm we go. For this now. Have you ever pooped your pants? <laughs> Where? Um, not only have <laughs> I. I think it's been not well only documented. Have I pooped my pants, but it's it's well documented. I wrote a column about it on PGP. Oh, damn it. It's like, okay. It's like my most read piece I've well, ever please, had. Well, <laughs> please. I was like talking about asking all this, and I was like, well, what if they don't? What if they haven't? Oh, and then yeah. they li- and Drew's like, then they're lying. You Every can, guy has you some can type still of read about it. It's, story. It's, the column is still live up on uh, postgradproblems.com. And the title of it is I shit myself. <laughs> I shit my pants on Friday is what it's called. And it was about the time I was riding to Houston with my boys. It was a guy's weekend. Oh, no. We stopped the at beginning. A, we stopped in Smithville, Texas, um, a place called Zimmer, Zimmer Hansel's. Okay. It's a barbecue place. Interesting. We all ate barbecue there. It didn't sit it was well like in a my gas stomach. station place. No, it was actually <laughs> a it was good on it was spot. on the, like like Texas Monthly's like top fifty barbecue oh, wow, spots okay. too. It was weird. I got chopped beef because that's what everyone in there seemed to be getting. Like it must be the staple of this place or something. So I got that. Tasted fine. But thirty minutes down the road my stomach starts rumbling and we were twenty miles from a gas station 
And oh, I was like, you're like in the middle of and nowhere. And I was like, it's guys, it's, it's coming fast. <laughs> and, um, they're like, all right, we'll stop mm. when we can. I was like, no, you, you have to, it's like, you have to pull over. But even, even that wasn't enough time. Oh, no. <laughs> so it, I just, it just started coming <sighs> out while I was in the back seat of my buddy's. It literally truck. came out in your pants. Like you were sitting in it. Oh, I had to, my, my underwear, I had to leave on the side of the road because it was just covered. Did, you throw, did it get in your pants? That. Did you throw your pants away? It miraculously didn't get in, I was wearing just khaki shorts. Somehow it avoided getting, like, the my underwear contained all of it. <laughs> Tight underwear. Probably because when it, when <laughs> yeah, it started seriously. to come out, I did, I did like the, like, I lifted my pelvis off the seat to, uh, like, that's to try to, to clinch as hard as I could. What, what are the guys the, laughing? Or oh, what was they the were response? They their shit, dude. <laughs> Did I, it so smell awful pull, in the car, the confined space? They pull over, and I, uh, I like, waddle over to the side of the road, the fence line along I-10. Or maybe it was still on 71. Anyway, anyway uh, I had... I, Luckily, luckily, my friend grabbed newspaper at the barbecue place. Who who reads newspaper anymore? <laughs> yeah. Man. Oh, so you like, had you had yourself a little newspaper I wipe? I even made fun of him for it. I was like, dude, why, why do you have that? And I needed it. And so I used that to wipe. That is It was an incredible. ugly scene. It, like, it ruined. Um, <laughs> and that's the only time? That the, the, next, the last time before that, I was, oh, okay. I, was like thir- I was like 13 or 14. I do feel like every adult man has a poop your pants story, yeah. whether it's like food and oh, yeah. juice or about, something. This is about four or five years ago when this happened. I honestly feel like it was really appropriate because I came in here knowing that was my question. And then you were drinking your cold brew. And I was <laughs> like, okay, maybe not yet, but you will later. Dave, do you have one? Yeah. <laughs> it's not really that great. It's not, I don't have like that story, but I mean, I definitely have. I mean, like it's. In your adult life. Yeah. So what is it? Y'all are just eating stuff and it's no, sometimes it's an emergency. Dude, sometimes we all have like the rumbles in the stomach, and most of the time you're close to a toilet, so it's yeah. Fine. Sometimes you're not. Like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you test it. Sometimes, sometimes you test it. You're like, oh, I can make it, and then next thing you know, you got your left foot. You know, you're driving. Your left foot's propping you up, and you got oh, your yeah. foot on the gas. <laughs> oh. And you're like, oh. But then the problem is your brain. Your brain, like the human brain, so amazing. It senses when you're getting close. Because like, you know, you, once you turn on your street, it's like your body's like, oh, okay, I can fucking chill out. You know, yeah. like, no, 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 you can't. We still got some work to do. And like you pull up in the driveway. You have to you get think, out of the car. You think you're home free. You put it in park. And next thing you know, like you're walking to the front door and you're like, you're like dude, I'm right there. It's, and it's just it's like no. the most uncomfortable. Like, or you're just like, I'll just relieve it a little bit. And then it just goes That's out. the thing. That yeah. never works. There's no, there's no such thing as sharp. like, is there a more uncomfortable moment in life than knowing that like you're about to just let it go in your pants? <laughs> no, like, dude. You're so vulnerable and it's just the worst. So hilarious. Oh. I, I asked that question because when we went to Cabo and I won't expose any of the people, but we were at a table and there was 10 of us, five guys, it was five couples and like eight of the 10 people, so including the girls had pooped their pants in their lives. Like everyone was telling their stories and I was Appalled at how many people have pooped their face. Well, the, and the other two people were lying, so. <laughs> well, yeah. I was one of those people. Oh, okay. I've gotten close, uh-huh. but never in my pants that I can remember. It's not fun. Oh, my god! Nobody, you never had the joy situation. of, like. <laughs> yeah, what is the cleanup situation? One of the girls was like, I left. I had to have someone. She was at a gas station. She had to have someone. She threw her pants away. And she's like, I had to wait for people to get out of class in oh, college. Your and underwear. Come oh. bring me clothes. Your underwear becomes garbage because you, you can't. It's unsalvageable. See, she was wearing like leggings, so leggings like, oh no, she, she Lulu leggings. They yeah. are in the trash forever. <laughs> you just, you just shout. You just so clean she's like, I'm just waiting there naked. <laughs> and then you shower whenever you get a chance to. 
Just go on with your life. That's brutal. You just take oh, so you, my gosh. You don't, you've never had the experience of just like tearing ass out of a parking lot on two wheels? <laughs> just like, just saying, if I get pulled over, like, it's over. Like, I'm going to tell them, like, you're probably going to do it. Like, I've always had that thought, like, you're racing home. You're like, dude, if I get pulled over, like, I'm not going to be able to make it. <laughs> I'm gonna and I'm going to have to sit here like, officer, no, like, I legit. Like, sir, I am, you're about to smell it. Sir, it is bad. This yeah. is not good. That's a great question. Uh, great bonus question. <laughs> you guys have fun today? Stories. I had a good time. Did you have fun I had today? a great time. Good. Thank you for coming on again. Appreciate of you. Of course. Stay tuned. For again. Yeah. Stay, stay tuned. tuned for Lily might have some, some shit coming for you guys. Might be sending out some some questions. You're due for a pants pooping, so <laughs> just want you to know that I it's not a matter of if. Coffee. I'm like the butter coffee's gonna expose me yep. today. It's not if, but when. <laughs> Again, the hotline number eight 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 three six two six two four five, or you can write in at the link in our Twitter bio at Mailin Podcast. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Bye.